wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled to have you join us today. You are listening to Awakened Hearts on the Seventh Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you can reach us. Uh, you can always go to our uh, website, sundrahealing.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and you can email us, hello at sundrahealing.com. We have two very special guests with us today, uh, Dr. Nick and Reverend Linda Martin. Uh, Welcome, Nick and Linda. Yes, welcome. Thank you very much for inviting us and having us on your show today. We're happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, well, we've invited you here to talk about uh, two topics which I think, you know, are really important in everybody's life and we're always looking to find a way to balance them, and those would be ego and spirit. Right. And so uh, that's, why, that's why you're here today. And so um, we look forward to you guiding us through uh, our conversation throughout the show. Uh, now, what I'm wondering first, if you wouldn't mind sharing with our listeners, mm-hmm. is how did the work that you're doing involving ego and spirit and the consciousness that you actually refer to as ego-spiritualism, how did that work come about for you? Well, that came about... Well, Nick and I have been married for uh, 38 years. We actually just had our 38th anniversary the other day. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, moving through life together and raising three children and, 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 you know, all that's involved... Um, at some point, um, well, Nick is a psychologist, and he began to, I think, become aware of this ego energy, which he'll talk more about a little later. But he began to write um, the first book in our trilogy of books, Ego Therapy. And I think it was during this time that I also um, received the training and, and um schooling that I needed to become a doctor of metaphysics and, and an ordained minister and begin my own healing practice. And so it was the awakening of this understanding of ego for us and me be, being beginning to work with clients and seeing how this ego energy, this, it's, which is our human energy, is at work within people. Because I was working with clients who were interested in expanding on their spiritual path and healing what needed to be healed. But it was coming to really understand this ego energy that, you know, that we became aware of and how it was at play within us. And so we just, as we talked and shared, you know, we came to see how our vision of ego and spirit needed to blend together and so that we could, you know, we we understood, too, the traditional message of ego was one of the ego needs to be dissolved or the ego needs to be destroyed. You need to get rid of the ego. 
And we came to see that that's really not what it's about. It's about understanding this ego energy so that we can heal and transform what it, you know, so we can come into a place of balance as a human being. And so we began working with this, and this led to our writing our book, our second book in the trilogy of books, um, Ego Spiritualism. And as we wrote Ego Spiritualism, we also began to see and feel how the energy of ego and our spirit actually have a voice within each one of us. And this actually led to our, our third book, The Two Voices Within. But during this time of writing the books, uh, the concept and the consciousness of ego spiritualism was channeled through us, we, we believe, that to bring this into awareness and to come to see that this is really our next step on our evolutionary journey to understand that we're here to learn how to be human. You know, we're already a spiritual being, but we're here to learn how to be human, and that involves our egoic energy. Mm. I guess what I'm going to say, my part of the journey began about 30 years ago. Uh, it was about that time that after five years of rigorous study, uh, I passed the licensing exam in Pennsylvania for psychologists, and after those five years of probably every studying daily on a, a five-hour-per-day basis, I decided I really didn't want to read anything anymore, at least for a while. <laughs> and that ended up being a fortuitous thing because I was working in a clinical setting, and I spent more time reading people rather than reading books. And over that five- to six-year time period, roughly from that 1986 to 92. Uh, many years and thousands of hours spent in a clinical setting doing therapy and doing uh, diagnostic evaluations. Little be known to myself, what I was really being taught and led toward was ego. Uh, I wasn't seeking ego, but ego was looking for, looking for me, and it, it began to dawn on me that a lot of what's going on here has something to do with the ego, and as we now have come to understand that the ego energy that is often at work in a person's life that they're unaware of, uh, unconscious of, that when it becomes imbalanced and unhealthy, it has tremendous negative impact upon our daily lives, but also our spiritual development. And I think that's where the conversations with myself and Linda led to, which was that wellness and healthiness and awakening to one's heart wasn't simply a matter of only doing one of the two, either trying to enhance your humanity or your egoic functioning or trying to awaken spiritually, but that it really required both to be awakenings to occur, that, that we needed to get in touch with our, our ego, our humanity, that energy that we are being, in an effort to then help to work, bring it into balance. And as a result of having seen that, play out in so many lives uh, that I'd seen uh, that were shared with me in a clinical setting, it just became further and further entrenched that this is what really needs to take place in order to promote evolution in our development of both individuals as well as a collectiveness. Nice. I'm, I'm just curious. I just got another uh, a question that came up here as you were talking. Uh, through, my, through the practice here, um, what I see, and I'm wondering if you see the same type of thing, is when people really um, get in, in contact with their spiritual side, it's almost like the ego has got to be um, reduced. They need, they need to be in a very a, a hardship of some kind where 
they actually let go of all that kind of stuff, and it's like a balance also then starts to happen with them. That's, I think to a degree that that's exactly what occurs for some people. Uh, we talk about how intimately connected that the ego energy is with our survival. And I know in the spiritual community they speak to the need to surrender, to surrender to no longer needing to survive. And I know in one of our books we talk about how some people who are facing near-death experiences or a treatment for cancer and said that they didn't stop living. They, start, they started living as a result of having received a diagnosis. They became less ego-driven in their lives. And I'm not saying that the ego went away. It just seemed mm-hmm. to go into a more healthier and maybe more balanced place than it had been in rather than one where they may have been particularly preoccupied with all the human side of things and really overlooked or missed the spiritual uh, aspects that were taking place within their lives. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was wondering also, Nick, um, would you be able to describe um, what you have learned from ego uh, and from from those experiences, particularly um, any misconceptions that people have about the ego? Sure. Thank you very much for the question. I would say, first of all, in order to draw the contrast between what it ego is is not and some of those misconceptions, I want to start by just saying what I've learned that it is. And, and first, first and foremost, it is an energy. It is a human energy that is intimately connected to our survival, uh, our, both our daily survival and our mortal survival. So inherently, this energy like our brain, which helps us, keeps us alive, uh, like our heart, which keeps us alive, uh, unknowingly, unconsciously, uh, in either case, always working, whether we're awake or not awake, the ego is the energy that also is playing its role in our survival. Now, when it's functioning in a healthy way and it's in balance, it promotes good things in both our human side of living, as well as the spiritual aspect of our life. When it becomes imbalanced, then we, I began to see destructive things happening in the way people form close relationships, the way they work toward achievement and come to not know their life's purpose, uh, the way they are dealing with conflict or change, their inability to love themselves as they are, their inability to know genuine happiness. So this energy, when it's in a healthy, balanced place, promotes our surviving well and allows the door to our divinity, the spiritual energy, to come forward and they can become connected. Now, this energy feeds into the next level, which we have referred to in our books as ego space or our ego mind. Our ego mind is where we fashion all of the thoughts, the beliefs, the truths, the, the, the attitudes, the prejudices, the illusions, the delusions. They are, they are the constituents of this egoic mind. And this mind, this egoic mind, egoic space, whatever you prefer, is what we use in our dealings with life, in our dealings with understanding what's taking place both within ourselves and beyond ourselves. And this and egoic energy, fashioning the egoic mind, ultimately leads to the formation of what we call the egoic self or the self. And that self is just a combination of behaviors, uh, feelings or emotions, 
uh, additional thoughts, and even physiology that we present to the world. And we present to them to the world in our relationships with ourselves and with others and our family, with our work, with our achievement, with our doings with change, and those the other things I mentioned earlier. And so there's a linkage, but it starts at the level of the egoic energy. And up to this point, we are speaking to something that no one has really ever spoken to before because we're talking about it in a much more detailed and broader fashion and deeper and comprehensive fashion than this occurred. Now, having said all that, we've already covered one of the things that sometimes people speak to when they talk about ego, which is that it's just a negative entity. And we're saying, no, it's not. It's fundamentally a positive entity. It's a wonderful entity. It's an entity that becomes our friend because it is involved with our survival. What ends up happening is when that energy becomes imbalanced, then it leads to uh, various forms of difficulty in handling both the human side of our existence as well as the spiritual side of our existence. And in our books, we talk about some of the roles that people start to fall into. They start to live that they don't know they're living. A person can turn into a dictator or a racist or an authoritarian or a paranoid or a victim or a perfectionist and many, many others. We talk about how that energy, when it's imbalanced, leads to that experience in our lives that is living a lesser version of the person we have, can potentially be. So the first fundamental misconception is that it's only a negative thing. Another misconception is that the ego has this intellectual kind of intentional quality. When I've read books on that describe the ego and refer to how the ego is out to, to um, uh, get uh, uh, edge got out, it, that, that the ego doesn't do that because the ego doesn't have an awareness of itself. It doesn't have an awareness of you, and it doesn't have an awareness of God. It's just an energy, an energy that is incessantly at work in our lives to try to promote our survival that often leads, when it's imbalanced, to suffering in the same way that Buddha probably referred to it 3,000 years ago, the various forms of dukkha that we encounter, whether it is dukkha dukkha, viparanama dukkha, or sukhara dukkha, these various forms of suffering, they were seeing this. Uh, Buddha saw this suffering. Jesus saw the ego at work in the lives of people that was getting in the way of their humanity. Uh, Muhammad saw it in his term jihad, the second meaning of it, which is little known or little talked about, is really the struggle against oneself. This, this issue with our egoic energy and the imbalance uh, of it has been, has been out there for a long time. We're just trying to shine more light on it. But it doesn't have an intent, it doesn't have an intellect, but it's very powerful. Uh, so that's another aspect to the energy or to the understanding and misconception that we think needs to be understood. And I'll just add one more, which is sometimes... Nick, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you for one second. I want you to hang on to that last misconception. We're going to go to a quick break and we'll see everybody sure. back here in two minutes. Thank you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. Today, we are talking about ego and spirit. And we have Dr. Nick Martin and Reverend Linda Martin with us. Uh, thank you so much for being here again, both of you. Yes, okay. for sure. Uh, um, Dr. Nick, I have uh, another question here as we're talking. One of the things I noticed um, when I'm teaching the students and they're trying to, uh, to reconnect with their spiritual side, lots of times um, their, their ego... Uh, is uh, what I'm seeing is almost like their ego is being starved and um, the vibration of their ego starts to drop down and it's like almost like they create situations in order to recharge that part of themselves and it creates a lot of turmoil. Is, is that something you see as well? Yes, I think that's a sort of a, uh, almost a, the effort to survive is rooted in the ego and a lot of times uh, people start to get caught up in, uh, make sure I understand what you're asking, boy, you're saying that they start to get into these negative places? Well, they're trying to overcome certain areas in their life and with with success, but there's, it's almost like there's things that uh, they create in order to go back into that area and they they don't understand why. Yeah, so I think possibly it's it's just the, 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 the need to survive uh, leads to more and more uh, effort, and sometimes it's successful, but a lot of times they're not necessarily connecting to the um, uh, to the spor- spiritual energy that's available to them. I think sometimes when I see this occur a lot, you know, when I'm working with people as well, and as Nick said, it's it's that energy, the egoic energy, still making itself known and people falling back into old patterns and habits. And so it's really essential, the more we understand what this egoic energy is, 
then we can see what it, what's occurring within us, how it's at work within us, or how we're living through it unconsciously, because that's usually what occurs. We're living through our egoic energy unconsciously. So we need to become conscious of the energy. And the ego is not a one-size-fits-all energy. You know, it, it's, it's, it's uh, diverse and it's, you know, different for each and every one of us. It helps to create our personalities and our characteristics and even our beliefs. So whatever energies, you know, that we have been working with, and as you know, people that whatever they've lived as a child, some of these things are so ingrained within us, it takes a while to even become aware of them, to heal what needs to be healed. And a lot of this is just entrenched within this egoic energy because the ego wants to help us to survive. So it will, it will may pop up as somebody is moving through their healing process or moving through their you know, awakening spiritually. They need to awaken egoically as well to see how this energy is at work and, and how it's a, the type of energy that they are living with. So what, what um, in your experience, when, when that awakens, when that awareness happens, what's, what uh, changes do you perceive in, in, uh, in the people? Well, I think if, if the person is beginning to connect to the, uh, or getting their egoic energy in a balanced place through something, which we'll talk a little later about ego medicine, it open, they begin to, for example, we talk about how the, they begin to be more at peace with themselves, they become more at peace with the people in their lives, and they begin to become more at peace with the world itself. Uh, there's like a sort of a, a calmness that comes forward as a result of mm-hmm. having worked in that place. Uh, another big one, I think, often happens is what motivates, and I know I look back at my own life prior to my, 15 years ago, I would have probably still had a lot of questions about what I'm saying to you. You know, I wouldn't have gotten it. Right. Uh, and I, I look back and think, boy, fear was a big part of my life. Fear was a big motivator. I got a lot of, you know, things done through fear. I was a good athlete. I was a good student. I was a good worker. But I wasn't sure I was coming from a place of love all the time, as much as I was coming from fear. Yeah, fear is instilled in us right from childhood. Well, that's part of the survival part. When it gets too much, like we talk about high ego vulnerability, Linda alluded to this earlier, and I'll just mention it, that the the breadth of what we talk about is that ego isn't just about power, which a lot of times you see people talk and refer to ego as though the energy is an energy of power, Yes, it is. It certainly is. But it's not just an energy of power. It's an energy that also has what we call flexibility or ego flexibility and ego vulnerability. They're all there. They're all a mixture of of what becomes our distinctive egoic energy. And when we're getting into the healthy place, there are a number of things we talk about. But the first two is that sense of being at peace within yourself and the people in your life and the world, as well as the motivational source, is driven much more by love, and you know it. You know mm-hmm. it. You can see it rather than, and you awaken to the idea that fear was really pushing me along. Absolutely. All right. Hi. Linda, I, um, we kind of actually touched a little bit on this already, uh, but was there anything else that you had wanted to talk about in relation to when we have an imbalanced ego energy and how that undermines our, our spiritual consciousness or our development, how, how that directly impacts that. 
Sure. Um, if we are living through an unhealthy egoic energy, it's, we're, well, as we were just speaking about, we're going to be living through fear, but it's understanding this egoic energy that is essential for us and realizing that the ego, as Nick had said earlier, doesn't have an intention, but the ego is an energy that is based in fear, and it was something we needed as a human race to survive. We needed to learn about fear. You know, we needed to understand how to survive as a human being at, at one point in time. And we've evolved in many ways, you know, along this path, but that, that energy of the ego has not evolved that much. It's still based in fear. So this fear will just kind of undermine, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do. And it can also, you know, it, it can bring about, when we're living through fear, it can bring about feelings of unworthiness. It can give us yes. the illusion of separation separation from each other, and separation from God. And, you know, as, as you'd said, you know, fear has been instilled within us from childhood, and yes, definitely it has. And it's time to really look at this illusion of fear, because it's, not, it's really not necessary any longer. But mm-hmm. if we are living in it, it will give us these ideas of separation, these false beliefs that we carry through and that we live through. We cannot see the clarity that's right there before us. So it's really coming to understand this ego and how it's working within us. It can, if we're living through an imbalanced energy, we can, many people live in victimhood. You know, they they tend to be the victim in their lives, thinking that life is happening to them, not even aware that they can, they are creating the life, you know, that they have to live. Each and every one of us is a creator. And whether we're aware of it or not, we are creating the life that we are in right now. So if we're living through an imbalanced ego, we're unaware of the wonderful gifts that we have available to us. We're unaware of our connection to all things, you know, to life itself, to the to people, to God, to nature. We are one with all things. But if the ego is not in a place of balance, we are going to miss this. We're going to be living through faulty beliefs and ideas. And, and, you know, until we heal this, and it is about healing, it's about healing this human energy so that we can come to see the magnificence of who we are, the fullness of our being. Awakening mm, hearts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a perfect moment for us to take our next break. Mm-hmm. So... For all of the listeners out there, if you haven't checked out the spirit animal message for the full moon phase uh, that just started on the weekend here, you can visit sundrahealing.com, go to the spirit animal page and read the message. Uh, And we will see you back here in two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sundrahealing.com. 
Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. And today we have Dr. Nick Martin and Reverend Linda Martin here. We are speaking about ego and spirit, and you can reach Nick and Linda directly through their website, which is egoandspirit.info. Now, Nick, I think that my next question is likely directed at you, uh, and you had mentioned ego medicine earlier in the show, and so uh, I wondered if you could expand on that, and I, you know... I'm assuming that that's, you know, how a person transforms and heals and balances their ego energy. Yes, Rebecca, thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to that. I think ego medicine, which is a concept we developed, uh, is really a, pr- is a primary effort that we can use to heal any imbalance in our egoic energy. And there are really three major pieces to this ego medicine. And again, we talk about them in each of our books. Uh, but the first one, the first part is the ability to know what ego is, to really have a handle on what it is, um, and not be sidetracked by misconceptions that it's only a negative entity or it's something we have to dissolve or disown or defeat in our being, or that uh, it only is a matter of power. Uh, it's really important that it has an intentional quality, that it's out to get God or edge God out or any of that. That doesn't help because it's not accurate. Uh, we're going after the truth of what this energy is about and how it works. So it starts there. The light in the starts beginning with an understanding of what we mean by ego. And by the way, I could tell you right now, the state of the art in psychology is such that you could probably ask 10 psychologists what ego is and they might each give you a different answer. There wouldn't be a consensual kind of conversation taking place, mm. which is unlike what you might see if people were talking about a heart or they were talking about a brain, that you could have the neurosurgeons talk about a brain and they would have the same idea and have an agreement about what it is. Or the same thing with heart surgeons. They would have an agreement. When it comes to the realm of the ego, you don't see that, and that's not good. Uh, that means that our understanding of ego and ego consciousness or awareness isn't really a lot different than it was 3,000 years ago, or even when Buddha was talking, or Jesus, or Muhammad, and, and even more recently with Eckhart Tolle and, uh, and Wayne Dyer. Our, our growth and our, our evolution is an, involves the understanding of the energy that it is. 
if you look at some of the great things that have happened, even in the sciences, whether it's how we work with the brain now versus what we did 50 years ago or the heart, uh, 50, you know, or telecommunications from the rotary phone that I grew up with to the cell phone, it is really core that you need to understand the energy. In this case, we need to, as humans to understand the energy we are or what that energy is. And we have a way to go. We are probably just coming out of our infancy with regard to that. And evolution is intimately tied to an understanding of energy. Big change, great change occurs in our understandings of energy. Not only the spiritual energy within our being, but also the human energy. So that's the first part of ego medicine, just getting a clarity, an understanding of what it is and what it isn't. The second part of ego medicine is our ability to start to tune into our own specific ego energy. Where are we? Where am I regarding ego power? Where am I regarding ego flexibility? Where am I ego vulnerability? In our books, we go specifically to that. We give lots of examples. In our website, you can see a, a page that says roles people live. These are examples of what happens when we start to gain distance from the healthy, balanced power, flexibility, and vulnerability to imbalance. As we get further and further away, the person begins to exhibit much more unhealthy ego, power, flexibility, and vulnerability that needs to be healed. Some people need fine-tuning. They're sort of mildly out of balance, and some people need major overhauls. I think some of our political leaders may fall into, or our potential political leaders may fall into that category without going too far with that. But I see a lot of ego blindness at work, and it's not, it's both silly at times, but it also can be destructive. But again, the, the central point of the second part of ego medicine is just coming to tune into that. And that may take a little bit of time. And aside from the roles that cover in the books, we also talk about the kinds of thinking that people with different kinds of ego uh, imbalance exhibit. For example, the perfectionist thinks that if I do everything well, that nobody can see who I really am. And that's why they work really hard to try to be perfect, because by being perfect, they can conceal themselves from who others really you know, know them to be. But that's not healthy in terms of you know, our thinking. That's not in conjunction with our humanity, our imperfection, which... You know, and I often have to share with those people the idea that you're really being unfair to yourself and you're being inhumane to yourself because that's not in alignment with the humanity of your and my being. We are all imperfect in different ways and we need to work with it rather than try to hide it or resist it. So the second part of ego medicine is that business of tuning into your specific ego energy and we help them with that in our books. Then the final uh, part is beginning to use ego-related, reality-based thinking. Being able to understand reality-based thinking is thinking that is connected to truth, human truth, uh, rather than faulty beliefs that people may be functioning with it in their ego space that gets manifested in their outer behavior and even in their physiology uh, where they go into fight or flight unnecessarily because of what they're what their thinking is telling them that they don't need to be thinking and is harmful. Uh, so ego-related reality-based thinking, and we give examples, lots of examples of what, you know, what ego-related reality-based thinking is, 
versus what it, when it's non-reality-based thinking. And it's not simply my opinion. These are the things that were shared with me by people I've worked with over the years that said when they started to wake up and understand what they were telling themselves or thinking that wasn't healthy, ultimately leading to uh, their ability to start to get a handle on their ego energy and bring it into balance. <clears throat> oh, it's very interesting. So yeah. this, this is all available in your book? This, Correct. This? We, the, 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 our first book, Ego Therapy, A Method for Healing Your Whole Self, th- that's a 658-page book. It's the most, probably the most thorough, comprehensive attempt ever to really identify the workings of the ego in its, in its energy, uh, in the ego space, and in the ego-related reality-based thinking that we can use. Plenty and plenty of concrete examples are offered uh, in conjunction with uh, the discussion in the book. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah, um, this is a very abstract area. It's a, it's, 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 it, we, we don't think it helps people for things to be left on an abstract, um, mystical kind of way. And, and, uh, and we, we need it to be concrete. And so we've endeavored in our work to kind of provide concrete examples to back up what the theory about this is about and so that people can say, oh, yes, I see that, I see that, I have been the authoritarian. I've exhibited that sort of dogmatic approach to people where they needed to think the way I thought politically, religiously, racially, sexually. And when people wake up, they begin to see those thinking that's at work that's often non-reality-based. Well, and we're always, you know, we're... All of us are always looking for uh, a plan. You know, how can we take action to do something about it? So when you can go beyond the philosophical idea of something and actually give concrete uh, examples and plans of action for people, that's that's wonderful. Yeah, other than just go and meditate in the mountains for a year and you'll you'll overcome your ego. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, I think as long as we're going to be human, we're going to have an ego. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of for course. sure. It's sure. necessary. How's Linda? I'm wondering if um, you would mind sharing some of your insights um, about how one can heal uh, and overcome this from the spiritual end of things. So I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. Sure. I think one one thing that's very important is, as Nick had mentioned earlier, we need to overcome this idea of this egoic energy as a negative energy within us. And mm. you know, that, for one thing, that implies that there is something wrong with us, you know, and if we're thinking that there, we have this negative energy within us that we have to overcome or dissolve, most people really have no clue as to how to go about that because, as we had said earlier, the, the ego will pop up again, you know, or the fear that is, you know, the ego is based in will pop up again, and we revert back to old patterns and habits. So first, it's coming to, to realize there is nothing wrong with you. You have an ego because you are human, and we're here as spiritual beings having a human experience, which means we're here really not to learn how to be spiritual, but we're here to learn how to be human, and that involves the egoic energy. And so it's beginning to embrace all that we are, just as we are, without this idea that we have to strive to be better or to be more or, you know, to, to embrace ourselves just as we are. And when we can come to begin to do this, we begin to realize that we are not separate. We're not separate from each other. We're not separate from God. We all come from the same source. 
and within each and every one of us is the love, life, and energy of God, this, this energy of source that we are all a part of. And we all have within us the wisdom that we need to create the life that we came here to create. We all have within us the tools and the wisdom. And sure, we might need spiritual teachers or leaders to assist us in, in accessing you know, these things but they are there within each and every one of us. It's, this, is, this is the wisdom of the ages, you know. It's, it's there. It's built into each and every one of us that we can use this energy to help, help the imbalanced ego energy come into a place of balance. And once we do this, we begin to hear the voice of our spirit within us. And some of these tools are simple tools as meditation, prayer, mindfulness, even yoga, and even a healthy diet, you know, can assist us in, in recognizing the worth that we hold within us, the worthiness that, you know, of who we are. And our vision and message rests solely upon this understanding that it's the emergence of our ego and our spirit that needs to merge together within each and every one of us. And to, to be able to find that peace within ourselves that it has to do with just moving through this process because we cannot know peace in the world until each of us knows peace within ourselves. Because as we heal as an individual, we will then heal collectively as well. Yes, I love I love how you said that. Um, and I love the fact that you're both addressing both of these elements together and the need to balance them and the fact that our ego is a necessary part of being a human. It, it, it comes because we are human mm-hmm. and finding a way to balance that within ourselves. You know, a lot of people do struggle with, like you said, feeling like there's this negative ego that they have and, and they need to somehow, you know, get rid of it or set it aside. Um, you know, we, we see that a lot too. So I just, uh, I'm very grateful for the work that you've done and, and what you've created and put out there for people to be able to better understand for themselves, you know, a path that, uh, that is um, hopeful. Yeah. Well, yeah it, de- it de- definitely opens up the doors to, uh, to more uh, personal acceptance the fact right. that you know that that's very powerful stuff for people especially with, for growth personal growth definitely yeah. this is this is part a very important part of our evolutionary process as human beings and we truly appreciate this opportunity to share our vision and message here well we have been uh, it's been our pleasure and our honor to have you on the show today and I think that it would be a wonderful idea to have both of you come back on a future show and we yeah. could delve into a little bit more detail about these things. Yeah, absolutely. We've got lots that's, more questions for you. That's, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> we would love to do that. Yeah. And so for our listeners, just a reminder again, if you would like to connect with Nick and Linda, their website is Ego and Spirit. .info and you can uh, find out how to get their books, uh, the names of the books and how to get those, uh, connect with them directly and uh, the show is not quite over. We have one last short segment with some announcements and a reading for the week but at this point we are going to say goodbye to Linda and Nick and thank you once again um, 
for being on the show today and we sending you many blessings and uh, we look forward to having you on again yes. soon. Thank you very much, you guys. Thank you very much, Rebecca and Boyd. Okay. Take care. Thank yes. you. You too. Well. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. So we're going to go to a short break here and we'll see you back on the other side of two minutes. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sunder Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sunderhealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, welcome back. So we finished talking about ego and spirit uh, with Dr. Nick and Reverend Linda Martin. I thoroughly enjoyed that topic. Uh, It's definitely one that we, as human beings, seem to come back to on a daily basis. Yeah, we deal with that a lot uh, with what we do. People's always got a lot of questions about the ego. So definitely check out their book and see what what they have to say for uh, some guidance. Absolutely, and we'll definitely have them back. Uh, There's a few things coming up that I wanted to talk about briefly with everybody. So we do have uh, coming up now on uh, June 4th, we have the Crystal Vibrations class. And on June 11th, uh, we have Seeing and Feeling Auras. Uh, That's the level one class. On June 12th, there's an introduction to meditation. With Leslie Johnson-Wu, yes. she was on the show here. Yeah, Leslie Johnson-Wu, that's right. She was on our April 25th show. Yeah, you can actually listen to her, listen to that and get a little bit more information about the classes and what she offers as well. Yeah, yeah, if you'd like to find out more about the meditation and how she approaches it and the science behind it and everything that she teaches, her classes are amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Auras class and the Crystals class are going to be uh, with Boyd. Yes. And those are wonderful classes as well. Yeah, they're well. always fun. Yeah, sure. they are. Uh, June 18th will be a Yusui Reiki Level 2 class, again with Boyd. 
And on June 18th from 4 o'clock till 6 o'clock, we have a free Reiki share at Sundra Healing. So please come on out if you want to try Reiki, if you don't, you know, you've never had it before, uh, whether you're a student and you want to practice, or if you're a master and you want to come and share, or if you need to receive some Reiki, please come on out. Everybody is welcome. And on June 25th, we have a psychic fair. And so we do that every few months here at Sundra Healing. We will have uh, great readers here, great psychics, great mediums. Uh, It's a really fun day to come out. Uh, It's free to come out and uh, be at the store and check everything out. And then uh, for your readings, you've got 15-minute readings are $40 and half-hour readings are $80. So keep all that stuff in mind. Now, we've just finished the full moon. Well, we're in the full moon cycle, but that started now on Saturday that just passed. So again, uh, our spirit animal message for this two-week phase was the dolphin. And the dolphin has a very powerful message for us to be aware of right now. So check out that message on the website as well on the spirit animal page of sundrahealing.com. All right, on. And we're going to do the reading for the week. Um, The cards I pulled here, I've kind of got them laid out so that um, they're going to represent the beginning of the week, the first couple of days, the middle, and the end of the week. It looks like uh, things are finally um, uh, coming into order with Mercury uh, getting out of retrograde and things are starting to to move forward. Um, It's time to start making some decisions for yourself here um, in the next couple of days. Uh, The stuff that's been holding you back, the indecisions and and the worry, um, when you make the choices that are uh, going to be making the choices, make sure the ones that are the best for you, rather than the ones that um, are going to try and that you're going to try and please others. Uh, it's important to to do this for yourself, not for somebody else. Uh, have some patience and let the, let it uh, let the stuff come um, to fruition. Uh, watch your money. Um, when you're going to be investing, uh, it's a good time to invest, but to be prudent and, and uh, plan things out at this time. Uh, in the middle of the week, uh, you're going to see some some results from the beginning, some good news, I guess, from, from the first stuff that we're talking about there. Uh, show a lot of gratitude, and gratitude uh, helps to open up room for uh, more abundance in your life. Uh, your personal life, things are going to really start to click. You're going to feel a lot more contentment. A lot of the the communication problems and the emotional crap that we went through <laughs> for the last last month is finally passing. And it, it's going to open up um, uh, a lot more joy, love, and uh, uh, happiness in your life. So really uh, embrace that. Some major stuff. I'm going to major arcana that's coming up here, and it, it's telling you to uh, uh, use your logic and uh, structure uh, when it comes to the investments, and it's going to help to uh, to increase your success. Uh, it's important for you to be organized with this. Uh, your scattered scatteredness, your scattered mind, your scattered thoughts, things you should the clarity should be coming back into place for you here now. Uh, there's a little bit less influence on us from the stars. Uh, and coming up uh, to the end of the week, um, a lot of the fears that you've been holding on to, there's some stuff that you've been thinking about and worrying about. 
um, focusing on the worst case scenario stuff. You know, what if this happens? What if that happens? Uh, if that is you, um, just know that they're unfounded. Uh, the fear that you're feeling is it's a bit of an illusion. It's not real. It may feel very real to you. Uh, your heart will be racing and a little bit of uh, a turning stomach, but it's it's not uh, it's not real. Um, yeah, the worry can actually start to grow out of proportion if you do it, trying to if you let it take a hold of you. So, and you're going to create more problems for yourself if you do do that. So it's important to to have that realization. And so, yeah, meticulous attention to detail. Again, there's a lot of details. So it looks like a lot of order that needs to be uh, put into place here. A lot of uh, uh, intellectual stuff, I guess. That's not my forte. I'm more of a, a frou-frou kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's going to be a lot of uh, uh, left brain organizing um, action. Uh, this is a time to kind of make things happen. And so that's coming through really clear in the cards that, that we do need to be as clear as we can and uh, not let fear get in and, and hinder our path or, or change our, um, our direction. So there's also, as we come up to the end of the week, is also a good time to be reviewing uh, the details of what we're doing. Again, this is reviewing details carefully. So... You know, especially those things that have been on your mind for a while and that are going to finally be, uh, you know, you're going to be putting those into action and making these decisions to, uh, you know, don't be worried about them, but they're wanting us to uh, put some time in to do some analyzing and um, make the decisions that are best for us. So they're not wanting you know, the warning is kind of, or the um, guidance is, you know, don't just, don't just uh, fly by the seat, fly of, your by the seat <laughs> of your pants. Yeah. Put some thought, put some thought into it. Think about what you want and then take action clearly in that direction so that you can achieve what it is that you're wanting. Yeah. Again, I'm just trying to get a little bit more clarity on what this, what this is. And it just keeps coming up over and over to plan. Make a plan, detailed plan, uh, plan your steps, next steps um, with an eye to the long term. Um, this can be money investments, home purchasing, vehicle purchasing. Um, this can be marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend stuff, that kind of thing. Anything that's going to have an effect on your life, um, um, your home, your, your security, that kind of stuff. Make sure you're looking um, into the future, not just at, in the current moment. Uh, which lots of times when we're making decisions, that's all we do is just look at the present moment. Look at the big picture and see where this is going to be leading to. All right. And that ends the show for this week. So you've been listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show, uh, live show, will be on June 6th. Next week is a replay. And June 6th will be Plant Spirit Medicine with Elliot Cowan. Do not miss it. Oh, yes. That's going to be a good one. From our hearts to yours. Namaste. Namaste. For tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week.